The pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are spitting nonsense. You know, after fucking around for an hour and a half, uh, <laughs> we successfully started this podcast. So give us a round of applause. Yay. Yay. Anyway, my name is Jasmine. And uh, is Zach, your bull rider this evening. Hop aboard onto this fun little uh, bucking uh, bull. So are you the bull or the rider? I, I said bull. I'm the writer. And I'm just. Then... I'm just asking, bro. I'm. I just need clarity, okay? Like <laughs> we. We just gotta be clear. Like, are you teaching people how to be a bull, or are you teaching people how to ride the bull? No, I said I'm. I'm your bull rider for this evening. So mm, yes, I, I, I. That don't mean shit. You could be a switch <laughs> bull rider. It's right. 2022, right. baby. <laughs> Anyways, hop aboard this bull, which is the Spitting Nonsense podcast. Uh, welcome. Yeah. If it's your first time, if not, uh welcome back uh we have some uh notes like usual that we always like to start off we used uh, to, we usually ramble you know what i mean but we've been doing that for about the last hour and a half and by the time that that what we're we're doing comes up i hope we don't take another hour and a half to explain it dude we'll get, we're gonna we'll limit get ourselves to we're gonna limit ourselves but what? um this right off the top you you have found a glorious found, glorious photoshop entertainment twitter which is I it, it, it was like a podcast or two ago. We'll probably continue to talk about it. Paddington is a ethereal god that likes to transition itself between realities and he exists uh, not just in our, our plane, psyches. but like he exists outside of our plane of existence. If you watch Paddington and you you here, okay, you can take it as a children's movie. It's a good children's movie. You can't deny that. But like. If you take the part away that, you, oh, this is not a children's movie anymore, and you start focusing on the on pa- who Paddington is as a character, it's a little fucking creepy. Uh, very it's creepy. It's very creepy. It's not just a little creepy. It's very creepy. And I kept pointing that out to you the entire fucking time, dude. Like, I was just like, this shit is... Like, because we, we were... It was a one o'clock in the morning decision. I'm sure you it guys heard late. a fucking talk about it before, all right? Like, we just made a decision, and it was a last-second decision, and we actually did make another one of those decisions this week, but we will get there when we get there, okay, guys? Because that was, um, I just want to go out first and forefront and say (laughs) I apologize to Zach for this emotional trauma that I put him through again. I had to relive it again. Yeah, well, I had to relive it again. I was right there with you. But you Everybody... didn't think it was as bad as it was. It no, was... I remembered it, like, better than it was. And I 
That's your own fault. Like mentally threw a frag grenade in my week. <laughs> like I just I just want to put it like that. But we'll get there. Like I said, anyway, uh, we uh, have found a Paddington Photoshop thread of on Twitter where this guy does photoshops of Paddington into uh, real life stuff, movies. into very various movies. You know, Video all kinds of stuff. Like so he, this is a guy is called Jay the Chew, or uh, which is spell it out C H O U. Well, J the Chu C H O U. The letter J or J A Y? J A Y. J A Y the Chu C H O U. Uh and this is on Twitter. Uh which yeah, Twitter, but which we'll get to Twitter soon. Uh because Twitter's going through a big We got a we got a Twitter Twitter explosion for you guys change. today. A Twitter <laughs> Twitter Rama. Not only that, but I want to talk about Twitter personally when we get to that point. Yeah, It'll be yeah. later in the morning. Anyways, this guy's been, been posting various pictures of of movies, TV shows, or video games uh, for days until he forgets to post, like, like every day. Until he forgets to post, like, a day. But he hasn't yet for uh, up till almost 600, um, which is, like, almost two years. Uh, and this dude has been photoshopping Paddington in these movies, and I sent a few to Jasmine, and a lot of them are horror-based. One of them was Terrifier. One of them was the movie Smile. You have him like reaching for the 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 box from uh, Hellraiser, um, or whatever the fuck it was called, the the puzzle. Uh, yeah, him with the cube uh, boy. Yeah, him with Freddy uh, Krueger. Him with. Uh, Jason, Coraline, Paranorman. There's a few of them that were really fucking good. Uh, that I Paranorman. That, I that reminds me that I have to watch that animated thing that I found Wendell on Netflix. Wild. Yeah, that one. The I one started I watching half of it. I was trying to finish it before this, but I was like, I Is had it good so far. To... It's it's good so far. I would say the pacing's interesting. It's definitely black like lead. Like the black well, yeah, you but... couldn't have fucking told that by it saying Keegan Michael Key, Jordan well, Peele, that, and then following like, up every, with anything else after Jordan like, Peele. Almost, almost every character and such is like that, uh, and it's not. It, That's I'm cool. saying it's pretty good. I think it's just like more representation. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great representation. I just think the story needs some refinement in some places. So far, I just need to like finish it, but that's because I just got like sidetracked by other things. Um. Yeah, I sent you pictures of Paddington. One from Paranormal Activity where he's staring and standing in the doorway and behind the girl mm -hmm. uh, in the hammer. That one's really good. So d ties into like the Eldritch Terror version of himself. Yeah, like it gave me those kinds of vibes. Yeah, but uh, no, I mean, if you want to watch Paddington, that's a Netflix movie. And then on HBO Max, they have the second one, which eventually when we... For some reason, feel like it. We will watch. It. <laughs> Who knows? That could be the New Year's party this year. Oh, could be. Yeah, that's very true. Oh my god. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, the New anyways. Year is coming up, dude. It's November first today. It'll be November second when this comes out. But it's November first today. Mariah Carey came out of her cave today, quite literally, and posted oh, on all of her social media. And I'm not kidding. This is a new video that Mariah Carey just re released today. And at the beginning, it's her like in a Halloween scene, like riding this bike. And then all of a sudden, like it's like snaps and it's her on Christmas Day. And it, and, and it starts playing, I don't want a lot for Christmas. And in between the fucking Halloween and the Christmas switch, she goes, it's time. 
and she but she does the whole Mariah Carey sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. That high pitch. And I'm like, oh my fucking god. Oh my fucking god. I will literally send it to you right now. But uh, uh, so here here's my here's my issue with this whole thing. I don't like Mariah the song Carey. by Mariah Carey. Neither That's do I. A, That's why I hated it so much. In fact, when I shared it seven hours ago, I said, I knew I heard a scratching at my windows last night and the screams of infiltration. In all capitals, I wrote, she is back, and then shudders. You know what? Meat Canyon should make a video, or if he doesn't do yes. it, he will do it. Yes, he yes, 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 dude, that is, I agree already. You said Meat Canyon, I'm like, yes! Mariah Perry, like, demon gargoyle-style ghoul uh, scratching at the windows. Like, it's not even Thanksgiving. It's, it's not even Thanksgiving yet, and... Uh, she's trying to get in your house to sing to you, to give you Christmas joy, mm. stuff it down your throat. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, in the same style that he did the Starbucks Girls, the PSL, oh God, the Pumpkin was, Spice Latte. Yeah, that was that was gnarly. I turn my notifications on for Meat Canyon videos, so when they drop, I just click on them. I'm like, Since we're speaking of gnarly things, uh, you finally got around watching The Barbarian. This yeah. is one of our recommendations. I did. Um, and it came on HBO Max. I recommend it as a very good horror movie because it is unpredictable as fuck. No, yeah, yeah. So, like, I'll explain it. So, it released October 25th, all right, on HBO Max. I watched it that day with my mom. The next day, I went out with my sister and uh, my friend who got married this weekend. I'll talk more about that in a minute. But, and I made them watch it. So, then the next day after that, uh, Brian was home you know what i mean and i made uh him and kevin watch it you know what i mean and then on the same night my friends who live in georgia uh shout out to morgan and dakota uh but they (laughs) i made them watch it like and then when kevin went home uh, after watching it, his dad was watching it, and I'm like, "It's a disease, dude." It's a so disease. it's the barbar, the barbarism, barbarism disease. Yes, the barbarism. I, I kind of, I, I watched the, I, I, I watched it, and then I kept pressuring Jasmine to get to it eventually, and then she finally got to it, and she just started spreading. Like wildfire, dude. I spreaded it like wildfire. I was Katie, like, "Well, Katie, no, I was waiting until it was out." Oh my god. I made my friend Mariah and Joe watch it too. Uh, I cannot Katie, wait until you meet Mariah my and Joe. You'll Katie fucking even love them. It. Yeah, no, it's gonna be great. Um, yeah, my girlfriend Katie even watched it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, my god, I made told, Katie watch it!" Told, <laughs> me, like, I made Katie watch it too, it. and I was like, "Are you sure that's a good idea?" She's like, "She's already watching." She's it. already watching it. I was like, "Oh no!" I she made Katie watch good. it. I she made Morgan watch it. I made Mariah watch it. Yeah, dude, like, she was like, this movie's freaking me out. It's unpredictable. I was like, yeah, you weren't expecting that, were you? Oh. It's a good horror movie. I've been sharing that shit, dude. I've been like, watch this shit. Like, it's pretty good. You know what I mean? You're not gonna, the, or the boop, the boop. I literally cannot every time, like, I laugh out loud. Every single time, I'm like, why would you do this to me? Dude, there's some crazy shit that goes on in that film. You really, like I said, when you kept asking, like, when you asked about what it's about, I gave you very broad topic. Dude, I asked Brian, Brian, Brian looked at me and he was like, oh, what's this movie about? And uh, I said Airbnbs, and yeah, I did, I did, and 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 he and he looked at me. He was like, "No, really, what's it about?" I was like, "Why would I lie to you? Like, why would I lie to you? It was about Airbnbs. Like, how much more serious can I be about that? Like, I don't know." 
But uh, I digress. Uh, we we spread the barbarism plague. Barbarism plague. To uh, our audience now. Today, next it. up, I on the list. Today is my fifth anniversary. So I have oh, been hello. with Brian happy, for five happy years. Happy anniversary. I know, right? Like I've been with five Brian for five years. Big, Which, by the big. way, I think we just passed like our three year, or yeah, we just passed our three year anniversary for the podcast. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, at the end of October was the first time that we posted, I think. Or maybe it was well, at the end of September. Is, I, guess, I guess our, our three-year anniversary podcast. Has it Welcome. been three years? Or has it been four? Okay, you know what? Here, I'm going to do Go a back quick... to the first one. <laughs> Let's do it. Go back to the first episode and tell me what year that came out. Because this might be the fourth, but I think it's the third anniversary. You got to uh, give me a second to get to that point. Yeah, because like... we we're on three seasons. So okay, I assume so that new, I... Newest to oldest? No, we got to go oldest. We're about to start October our fourth season. October 10th, 2020. So yeah, we actually passed it already. Yeah, that's October what I was 10th. saying. Like we, pa- we passed it. So like we could add that to the title. Yeah, our three year anniversary three podcast. Year which anniversary. We we podcast. had one posted on October twelfth, so we could have done, <laughs> done it then, but we were, we we forgot. That's fine. It happens. Yeah, um, it's all right, guys. Like I'm sure that we'll do something really cool really soon, possibly during this episode. I don't know. I think what we do is pretty cool all the time. That's just me. Oh, this, this episode we had something special. Uh, but you said five year anniversary. That's a big. Yeah, uh, yeah. Moment. Like I, like, it was five, five years, years in, with in a relationship is a long, long time. It's half a decade, dude. Like mm-hmm. I tell Brian, I'm like some of those years counted as two, so it's it, we're at like seven years now. Katie and I are <laughs> almost at five. Just because how much drama there was, you know I, what I mean? I'm like all the all the drama and shit that we've been through. I'm adding on two more years. <laughs> That's what Katie it feels like. Katie and I are almost at five. Yeah. Very close next year we will be um i know yeah. i know like i'm about to start playing single ladies in the background you know what i mean <laughs> mm-hmm. i'm not staring at you but all right so moving on uh so i went to my friend's wedding this weekend and i met up with a lot of my high school friends like yeah. um not even ones that i went to school with i mean like my actual friends that i was friends with because i wasn't friends with a lot of people from my high school just like a select few um but i was friendly with everyone you know what i mean so i I wasn't mean to anybody that that was never my mo i was always a nice person and uh i and i prided myself in the fact that i could literally go sit at like any table and be okay you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because there are some places that just aren't like that and uh uh but anyway uh my friend taylor and my friend clayton got married they're now the campus all right, so that's exciting. I forgot her their wedding gift uh, in the car, and it is now sitting upstairs. And either I'm going to mail it to them or drive, oh no, you know, an hour away <laughs> from here. Like well, it's more like 45, 50 minutes, but uh, out west, uh, and go deliver it. But besides the point, I have another wedding. So I ordered a dress for this wedding that was just a couple days ago, and it came the day after the wedding. So, uh, I needed a new dress anyway, uh, for another wedding that I have the day before my birthday, uh, in two weeks. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Next, next, next Monday, uh, next Monday, uh, right Saturday, 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 yeah. Saturday, sixth, right? Not this one, the next one, the 12th. Next one. Oh, Jesus. 
Okay, I have heard different for some reason i have three different dates in my head for your birthday for some reason and all of them were wrong i had the 11th i had the 8th and i had the 6th i mean you were close like on each one of those fronts you know what i mean but i i was born on <laughs> sunday the 13th so uh yeah that then i'll have a i'll have a monday birthday this year uh, excuse me i'll have a sunday birthday this year Mm. you know but at least it's still a weekend like yeah i can party true. that saturday into sunday that's true yeah um but uh god of war uh ragnarok comes out uh the weekend of my birthday uh uh wakanda forever also comes out the weekend of my birthday like it's gonna be it's gonna be a good weekend so mm. i'm very excited about that uh <laughs> and i'm excited about my cousin's wedding like because she's finally getting married so uh, that's all. Awesome. Everybody you know is getting married now. Once I know. Zach. That's not even me putting pressure on you. You know, like uh, that's just me channeling you through. Uh, uh, or not, not me channeling you, me channeling Katie. I know. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, speaking of channels. Uh, I know we, we have, have some one week- more thing. We we have the the the, the pitch. Oh, the I pitch skipped sheet. right over that. Yeah, that was <laughs> the thing that we the, were been doing for this. an hour and a half. I wanted to save this one because so we talked about if this is a surprise to you, a uh, surprise Man of Steel two is happening with Henry Cavill. Yep, officially. Um, and it sounds like DC is looking for pitches from writers um, uh, for the, the, the screenplay and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and for some reason, I wrote in, we should do our own pitch. And then we got into a full on. It, it's the reason why we started a little late today. Yeah, um, it's the whole reason that we were an hour and a half uh, later than what we were supposed to start at, uh, which but, I'm OK with, like. Because I had a lot of fun doing screenwriting, especially Dude, with Zach. Like, cause... This, this is like this is this is actually a really cool screenplay, in my opinion. I think this would work out really well. Um, Me too. Like, I already I already have a good vibe about it. Like, but 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 the thing is, is that we can't say a lot about it because uh, we don't want to uh, give too much away. Don't want people to take it. Right. Uh, man. But uh, literally, I we'll just explain that it starts. Uh, it's it's at, it starts after the recent most recent film Black Adam, mm-hmm. which uh, we say you should go see, yeah. um, uh, and then it will deal with uh, Superman dealing with like the psychological post stress from like the Justice League and Batman v Superman and and him dying in in Justice League and yeah coming and coming back and to that. life and yeah having to and, deal with all of that. And then uh, Daily Planet is going to be bought out by a company. Uh, you, oh, it's not YGBS. It's WGBS is what oh, it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, you're good. It's, but it's bought out by WGBS and, and whatnot. And then there's a president. Uh, we got Perry White, which is played by Lawrence Fisherman back. Uh, I don't want to get. I don't want to go through the whole thing. I know, I know. We shouldn't go through the whole thing. But essentially, essentially we're going to have the, a, not just one villain, but we're going to have several. Uh, we're but we're, it's not going to be as messy as uh, fucking Suicide Squad, no, guys. We're like, trying we just, to do it like, uh, like I said, Spider-Man Homecoming did a really good job. With yeah, like yeah. We're trying to do, we're trying to take inspiration from Spider-Man Homecoming. Is, is it, how they would introduce like the, some of these villains and whatnot. So we can go down the list of the villains. So we got... 
uh, Bruno Mannheim, who is the leader of the Intergang, which is a villain in Black Adam. So we'll have the tie in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also got Morgan Edge, who is going to be the leader, uh, the not the leader. He's the president of the YGBS. W. Uh, and and he's like it's like he's also tied into Intergang. We got Toy Man, who is going to be also worked with Intergang um and is like their inventor and stuff like that he's also a prolific villain from like the dc uh, and somewhat uh is a minor villain of superman mm-hmm. and then our big bad villain would be metallo which i think is a is a great villain it's basically a android or a, cy- a cyborg He's a cyborg, yeah. Yeah, he's basically he's a he's a, a human brain and a robot body, but he's powered by kryptonite. So he's very powerful against Superman because he is he is powered by the weakness. He's like Invader Zim, but successful. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's nothing like that. I'm totally kidding, but he, I was just uh, trying. No, to throw we got we got a good a idea bit. of how how would, this would like all tie in and stuff like that, and then of course like. This is leading. We want this to lead into Darkseid's arrival, uh, and not Darkseid wouldn't like show up at the very end of the film. But we kind of like to lead it into like, oh, Justice League Two would be happening after this or something like that. Right. Um, but we would have. Uh, I don't want to give away the cameo. It, it's, don't. It's, yeah. Man, we won't give that away. But yeah, we have we have an idea of how we would like to do this. It, it's like psychological on Superman, but also like him being. I guess trying to be like because he he's not human but he still can deal with like post trauma and stuff like that. Right. Like yeah. Yeah, like and, he's going to he's it's going to be a, a humanistic style uh portrayal kind of how Man of Steel was. Yeah, and and that's what I think they should focus on and that's where Metallo comes in there he is literally the um, juxtaposition of, you know, the film. <laughs> what am I- what a human is right well, he's, he's still technically a human but no more in a human body he's been transformed and, and i mean some... you know that that doesn't it's he's transformed mentally like mentally yeah, yeah. not not just that because you know cyborg that just because his body's transformed doesn't mean that he is transformed as the, a person yeah, you I know just, what i mean it's... like I, I, it's gonna, it's gonna be a deeply introspective film about, uh, you know, the struggles of being a superhero and yeah, a good and person we, and maintaining the balance. We kind of want to do the, the, the almost hard R that Black Adam did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like I said, I'm going to aim for PG 13, but typically when I aim for PG 13, it ends up as R. So didn't we say we want to like redo the, uh, rating system? Yeah, those movies add two more one between PG 13 and one between for sure because like it's not it's not it's too general like yeah because you so, the, the jump between PG and PG 13 is a strong one <laughs> so yeah uh definitely this this I don't know what we I, I guess this would be called the Man of Steel 2 I want to give it like a, a slight title card I don't know what I'd give it though whatever uh but we'll we'll talk about that we'll talk about that later yeah but we got a cast list i don't know if we want to go over it (laughs) yeah let's not go over the cast list um i was just adding that stuff to the top well i'll just say i also added a a question down at the bottom that i have highlighted 
um, <clears throat> about character development later. But okay. besides but I, the point, I will, like, give, I'll give, I will give one thing away. We do want Metallo to be voiced by Ron Perlman. We yes. I think that would be a good choice. Metallo voiced by Ron Perlman would be ace. Like, yeah, so, uh, and, and, and like I said, we're going to figure we have a way this would tie into Dark Side yep. and whatnot. So it continues on with like Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, and now and and it extends also the the DC. It's not even the DCU anymore. It's the DC Universe, which we'll also get to uh, this uh, week's this week's podcast as yeah. well. So, so um, uh, we just wanted to to tell you guys a little bit about a side project that we have oh, going here. By the way, TM 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 trademark trademark trademark. Hopefully, me saying that actually trademarks our idea. It doesn't, but yeah. <laughs> You know, they can take our characters, but we haven't given them any part of our story. So, yeah, you know, given any part of the I know story. that's what I'm saying. So good yeah. luck with that. You can add our characters together, but you will not get our story. I'll tell you that because mm-hmm. uh, it's come up. It, it's between two geniuses. You know what I mean? If you want <laughs> if you do want the story, if you are a higher exec listening to this, at some for some re- weird reason. Right. Uh, if you if you're uh, told by your nephew to listen to the Spitting Nonsense podcast, uh uh hit us up you want to get in touch with us you can uh you can hit us up at the spitting nonsense podcast at gmail.com just just know that there will probably be a sum that we will need for this what do you mean a sum yeah dude a fucking sum (laughs) i want to get paid but since it would be our first credit you know what i mean uh we wouldn't get paid that much genuinely we wouldn't get paid that much but at least a a reasonable amount yeah about 10k Mm. That's usually how much like people's first between seven if, if seven it's and fifteen is usually then our names are gonna be thrown in like it, it, this is this is being this is being stupid ego right <laughs> you know now. what like yeah no no that would be stupid ego right now but usually the first script will sell for between seven and fifteen k and usually they'll buy it and then somebody else will rewrite over it. So well, I'm just saying for some, like, it, it, I'm not saying this would ever happen, but we like, would still have writing it, credits on it, but it, we wouldn't, oh, be yeah, the no, we, get we wouldn't be the, we wouldn't spot, be the lead writer. Then it's like how Steven Spielberg got out and it got out because he, he sold his Terminator, uh, script. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah. And that, yeah. I'm pretty sure he did. Let me look it up. Because yeah. I, well, I, it was, he sold one, one of his scripts and then those were, it was, it was made and then it did really, really fucking successful. But yeah, I, like I, I, I would James, here we go. Be super James Cameron excited. sold the script for Terminator for one dollar. You serious? Yeah, that's hilarious. Who bought it? Uh, hold on, oh, Jesus, this is this is like a whole thing. James Cameron uh, made a human huge rank to direct the movie. Uh. It's like a whole thing. I it I don't want to get into it. If you want to look it up, yeah, I'll look holds, it up. Yeah, but um, <clears throat> what was I talking about? We are done with that. We're going on to recommendations. Here we go. Yeah. So uh, why not? I was talking about channels. <laughs> Speaking of channels. Yeah, Channel Zero is the other thing that I've been watching. It is not a. It's on Shutter, but it's not a Shutter original. It is actually a Sci-Fi Channel original. Uh, which Sci-Fi Channel is not really known for some the best stuff, except for a few not- notable things, like one of Jasmine's favorite shows, uh, which was uh, The Magicians. 
yeah uh, which was a, which was a sci-fi original and did really really well it's a fantastic um, fucking show please go watch it it's just great comedy in general so, yeah and story and development this this is this show is definitely in the horror realm it's dramatic horror so all, each episode is only six episodes Wait, what? No, hold on. Each season yeah. is only six episodes. Each episode I... is only branched into six episodes, which is branched into another six episodes. So we're looking at about 36 episodes per episode. So, yes, split between four minutes. Uh... <laughs> uh, you're doing the math now. You're like 30, 36 times four is. Uh... Uh, no, this show, was, this show ran for four seasons. It ended in 2018. Uh, it did really well. Uh, each season is an anth- anthology, so it's like a American Horror Story or something like that. Uh, but each episode's like forty-five minutes long. But it ran each season ramps up in horror. I I think it does a really well job of of like making you feel unsettled. It talks. It touches on some deep fucking dark topics. Uh, and I would say it's like this sci-fi has this issue that it had where like some of its CGI isn't the best. It got better over time, but it's practical effects are like, like really good. Uh, monster designs are also really well done too. So like, I like the show a lot and I, and it, even though that it only has four seasons, if we, if it was brought back, that'd be great. Um, so yeah, I recommend that show. Another, I've been using Shutter a lot because I've been watching Creep Show, but I've also been watching movies off of it, like but like Glorious. But there was another movie I watched, and this is a Korean film uh, called The Wailing from 2016. Uh, it is it is not rated. Uh, it is another horror film. It is. Uh, it is literally like it's set in a rural village, Korean village. And there's like suspicion in the village that leads to hysteria when rural villagers link a series of brutal murders to arrival of a mysterious stranger. Uh, and it has like kind of like a religious presence in it. And it's, it's, it, I would say like the acting is like on par with like how Parasite is and whatnot. Uh, so yeah, I recommend that one too. That one's really good. I liked it. Um, I would say that it does, you would have to like keep your attention because there's a lot of moving parts in it, but they all like make sense. The other movie, there's two other movies before we get to this god awful one that we'll talk about soon. One of them <laughs> was, uh, we watched, uh, The Lodge. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Like you were, you were kind of giving me vibes. Like I was gonna, like see some sort of, uh, you know, um, deity or a god that's like taking possession of. I didn't people. remember how it was gonna end, and I... it was just mental. Illness. It was, it, yeah. <laughs> it was just mental illness taking, uh, taking hold of these. I, four. I think I threw you for a loop there, but yeah, no, the you definitely very... did because I was just like, whoa. Yeah, I I did kind of tell you how it was kind of like sacred of a killing deer, <laughs> no killing of a sacred deer. Why yeah, would you... yeah. Sacred but of a killing deer. Un... Sa- sacred of a killing deer. Sacred. Um, the lodge is. By the way, the premise of the lodge is a little fucked up. Where, like, the dad 
divorces the mom and then he has his new wife uh, go spend time with his children in a, his own lodge for a few days while he goes off to do a business trip for the first time of them ever meeting with each other. Right. So, yeah, and then... It like just... that, that was just nuts right there because, like, the first five minutes you get somebody fucking brain blasting, you know, like, it's just... <laughs> It, I was not, not expecting it, that. Like I was just trying to eat my 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 cocoa pebbles, bro. And, and, hear a gunshot. and I hear a gunshot and I look up and there's brain matter all over the fucking place. Uh, like it yeah, was a wild lo- beginning. The lodge is the lodge is is, is a movie. It, definitely a movie. I didn't have a bad time during it, but I, I spent not. a good majority of it confused about what genre it was. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, anyways, the other movie that kind of uh, had some dragging in it, but it also was a bit confusing, was The Good Nurse, which just released on Netflix. <laughs> you skipped it, over the red one. <laughs> I will get to it eventually. We're going to get to it soon. Well, yeah, we already mentioned Barbarian. Go watch Barbarian. Yeah, um, go watch Barbarian. Uh, Good Nurse is actually about a real thing. It's where a new it, movie that's on Netflix that they just released on like Friday, and I just decided... Uh, last second to just kind of click on it had Eddie Redmayne. You're like, is that Eddie Redmayne? And I was like, click, and I watched it. You know, or mm-hmm. we watched it really. We watched it. Yeah, but it was about uh, the angel of death nurse. Yeah, the guy who would literally uh, not he would go around and uh, euthanize essentially patients that he worked on, and not even like people on hospice. Ones care, that he like, deemed would with... suffer or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like but people who had like my like injuries, like broken arms or like fractures. And it didn't matter like if they were like had stage four cancer or if they had a boo-boo on their leg, he would assassinate them. Yeah, dude. And it, it the the thing with the movie is that it focused more on the person who found out about uh this and also like befriended him. Um, which isn't a bad thing, but like, I felt like it should have like also, and I know this is a little, it's, it's kind of sound bad, but I feel like it should have showed more of how his name was Charlie something and, and, or Charles something I remember, but he would, the nurse, I feel like it should have focused more on how he like killed his patients in in a sense. And instead of like the connection between him and, and this friend, but also, like I still think it was a good movie, at least. It's a good insight on, uh, uh, I guess, psychotic psyche or something like that. Right. But yeah, no, that's on Netflix. You can watch it. It's actually a bit long. I think it was like two hours thirty. Yeah, it was. It was pretty long. Like, but it was a. I enjoyed it. It was. It was a slow burn, definitely though. Yeah, definitely slow burn. But speaking of a non-slow burn, uh, we might do a spitting, uh, not a spitting, not a spitting anything. It's just going to be spitting trash. This is going to be trash talk on this. On trash, this. trash. We're just going to shit all over it. Fuck. No, because like, this movie sucks <laughs> so bad. I remember this movie sucking really bad. And that, that was uh, the second Ghost Rider movie, uh, Spirit of Vengeance. Uh, this movie is... Like I said, I apologized, okay? Like, how much more can I apologize? You can apologize, but I'm just saying... You're saying, I'm just saying I won't forgive you, you bitch. No, I'm I'm gonna (laughs) forgive you. I'm just like, this... I I told you that next time that we hang out, you can force me to watch an Eddie Murphy movie. 
there is no point in watching that any, uh, not not any Murphy, but like no point in watching Spirit of Vengeance anymore. I've watched it twice. I don't need to see it again. Um, oh. the movie felt like a fever dream. <laughs> that scene. Yeah. <laughs> I told On you it is, it is it, it is, is it is mania embodied. It is crazy how this film got through and and whatnot. It sits at an 18% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not good. And somehow it, it still made its money back. But it, they really let Nick Cage just go fucking ham in this film. They really didn't care. Like Neither did the drugs that uh, Nick Cage was clearly on. When neither did filming. the cameraman who who decided to like shake the camera the entire time. Dude. During like, the fight scenes. <laughs> I know. I looked away. Man, there was there was there was definitely some like the offset cam on the ground. Like I did not enjoy that. There was way too much of that. Did you like his laugh, the Ghost Rider's laugh? Did you like his soul transfer? (laughs) Didn't he have any animation? I know he was just like, yeah, licking deep into his soul, and all the people were like, oh, oh. If that were me, I'd be geeking, dude. I wouldn't understand like why this dude was fucking staring at me like that. Like I'm the guy, like he's a fucking predator and he's at checking out my skull. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, man. It was cheesy as fuck. And the beginning made no sense. The middle made no sense, and the end made no sense. And somehow Idris Elba was like in the middle of all of this. Oh, I don't know how this is possible, but this this guy who helped write Spirit of Vengeance was written also wrote Dark Knight Rises, also the Dark Knight, Jumper, Batman Begins, Blade One, Two, and Three, uh, Man of Steel. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I. <sighs> And, but he was a bit, but there was also like two other people but the other guy also worked on the walking dead so i'm like where did the bad writing come from i don't know man like maybe it was just the director director let me look at the director director mark nelvadine and brian taylor who have worked on oh my god they worked on the crank series stop <laughs> that makes sense that makes a lot of sense now Ugh, stop uh, stop it right the fuck now they also worked on gamer the movie with uh, yes with gerard, <laughs> gerard yeah Butler. i yeah i know you don't have to fucking as soon as you said gamer i went uh, in the back Jonah of my head Hicks. oh my god they're, they're the cause of all of my <laughs> childhood trauma what the fuck oh like, man holy shit they're the cause of my trauma dude Dude, the, yeah, okay. This this makes more sense now. Now that I'm looking through this, and then they worked on a movie called Pathology, which I've never seen before. Sounds but, familiar. Uh, but, but I don't know anything about this movie. It doesn't. Fuck that movie. Movies. Fuck that movie. I think we're done talking about. <laughs> yeah, Spirit no, of Vengeance. Spirit of Vengeance. Don't ever watch that movie. Don't ever support it. Like that movie mm-hmm. fucking sucks. I think we honestly might do a trash talk. It's gonna be high up on the list there's no doubt in that yeah yeah it's like <sighs> when you said it's gonna be high i thought you were talking about like the state of mind and not like on the list you're oh, like oh your state of mind is gonna be like in a in a in an in a astral plane after this because it's trying to get away from feeling the physical pain your body is feeling while watching that film 
Yeah. But Okay, so we're going to move on to news finally. The news is sad. This just happened like literally last hours night. hours ago. It it no, it happened actually this morning at 2 it, at 2:30. I know that's what so. I'm saying, like less than 24 hours ago this happened. Yeah. Like so, uh, I woke up this morning with sad fucking information all over my phone. Uh, so takeoff from Migos was shot dead in Houston and he was only 28. Yeah. So if you don't know the Migos, if you don't even know the Migos, I'm surprised. If you yeah, know. No, no. People definitely know who Migos is. You know, the well, rap, they're just, the rapping they're, they're, group. They're Migos. famous rap, tr- trio rap group or fa- former famous tri- trio rap group that like blew up like in the late 2010s to now uh and then recently i think i don't think we talked about this on the podcast but they had a falling out where offset left the group mm-hmm. and then it became quavo and takeoff and then they just released an album yep uh of just them uh but like and this was only like yeah what, i think it um, was called the two infinity links that just came out october 6th October eighth, yeah. somewhere like not that. E- not even a month. Not not even. Not a even month. a month ago, like they were still hyped <laughs> off of their, you know, new album drop, and this is just yeah. so fucking sad. He yeah, was only twenty eight sh- years old. Like that's you, my age, dude. Like that's yeah. literally my age. Yeah. That's so fucking sad. He was shot at a bowling alley. They're playing dice at two thirty a.m. It doesn't go into more detail, but. Uh, Essentially, a paramedics tried to get there. He didn't. He wasn't. He was dead. Uh, he was declared dead at the scene. Apparently, the I bullet read, hit him in I the read neck. More, what? Apparently, that bullet hit him in the neck. Yeah, I read more into it about like how one of his his members or one of his his like uh, groupies, uh, there was some like altercation and whatnot, and one of them fired off like a gun, and then another one did, and the one groupie of his fired one off and hit him in the neck. That's what I heard. It's it's not in this article, but you could probably find it. Um, no, it sucks. There's a lot of uh, artists who collaborated with Amigos over the years coming out and 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 uh, speaking about this shit. Uh, and it sucks because it's another person who died young. And I know 28 uh, might sound like getting up there in age, but still, if you it's think not, about it. It's not. Maybe if it was fucking, you know... 1800 like that would sound no, older but not, like it's pretty young still that's like about what 20 percent of your life 25 20 to 30 percent of your life lives at this moment yeah yeah so apparently for him it was 100 percent. so <sighs> but yeah so rest in peace dude yeah so uh so, while we have you know one rapper getting shot down the pos- it's possible that the whole earth might get shot down um God, there is it's a just bad news it's right just bad news. we're on the bad news podcast bad it's news the, podcast it's, it's, the, it's the bad news uh banjory right now bad news banjory bitches yeah, um so, so uh banjo kazooie anyway planet killer asteroid was spotted hiding in the sun's glare we just didn't see it because it was in the glare all right they have spotted three near-Earth asteroids that were lurk- lurking undetected within the glare of the sun. I don't like the One like. of the asteroids is large is the largest. Uh, pot- is potentially hazardous, posing a risk to Earth. Uh, to being uh, with in the last eight years. What? I'm sorry. Uh, the asteroids belong to a group found within the orbits of Earth and Venus. 
but they're incredibly difficult to observe because the brightness of the sun shields them from telescope observations. To avoid the sun's glare, astronomers le leaped at the chance to uh, conduct their observations using the brief window of twilight. An international team spied the space rocks while, <laughs> while using the dark energy camera located on Victor on the Victor M. Blanco four meter telescope located at the Cerro Tololo <laughs> Inter-American <laughs> Observatory in Chile. Lots of, lots of names. I know, that is a fucking long... Victor M. Blanco, four-meter telescope located at the Cerro Tololo Inter-American Observatory in Chile. That is a sentence, dude. Uh, their findings were published on Monday in the Astronomical Journal. One of the asteroids called 2022 AP7 is 0.9 miles wide and has an orbit that could bring it within Earth's path in the future, but it's difficult for scientists to know when. You know, um, I don't like the list of these asteroids are lurking. They are lurking. The they were lurking where... behind the sun. They were waiting to just pop out of the know, other side. That sounds like they're like waiting for it just means that the asteroids are wanting to like come kill us. Yeah, dude. It's kinda like so... uh uh what's that game? <laughs> what's that loop? asteroid? The loop game. What is that? Death loop? No, the one with the with space, the puzzle game. I was just yeah. playing it. No. Oh well, I can't remember it. But uh, uh Outer World? Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh so it says so far we have found two large near Earth asteroids that are about one kilometer across, a size that we call planet killers. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So um a near Earth asteroid measuring one kilometer or larger would have a devastating impact on life as we know it. And one kilometer is point six miles for you guys to uh information uh dust and pollutants would fill the atmosphere for years cooling the planet and preventing sunlight from reaching earth's surface uh it would be a mass extinction event that hasn't been seen on earth in millions of years uh so yeah like there's some nice close asteroids you know uh we couldn't see them until we used the dark energy camera wild wide field capability uh so they could see this stuff in the night sky not not just using normal light but using dark energy it doesn't say on this article when, if, or if these. Well, asteroids they don't. Are, they don't. It's because they, they don't have been, the data yet. They haven't been tracking it long enough, and how it well, moves. They need to track it more. And you're and like then, faster. Hurry up. Uh, well, I want to know if it's gonna be in like the next five years, the next five hundred years. Five hundred probably. I feel like the latter would be much better. Yeah, uh, or we're gonna yippee ki motherfucker me. the sun. We're gonna for we're gonna me nuke and the sun. Everybody else at the moment and the so. in the eye of the hurricanes. We're gonna we're gonna nuke the hurricanes. Anyway, since we're still in NASA talk, NASA NASA talk, uh, NASA talk. <laughs> it's uh, uh, NASA talk. Uh, so you is, thought uh, this last one was unsettling? This one is also unsettling to me. This is this is this is this is just crazy. Like we're getting we're getting to like crazy crazy wild so uh nasa has approved the psych mission or psyche mission to explore the core of an ancient planet <laughs> yay it's a dead planet yeah yeah this well that's alive what they think it is it's not Earth. what if it what if it's like a living it's a mega being? construct it's just a living no we're not <laughs> no uh it's just a living being <laughs> Oh it, god! It so it's it it's Peter Quill's dad. Like, is that what you're fucking no, saying to me? No, no, no. Like, it unfurls like an armadillo, and it's a giant fucking like, 
bug. Creature. It's alive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like a Star Trek episode, but mm. um. So NASA has greenlit a mission to explore the metal-heavy asteroid Psyche, which could uh, represent the exposed core of a long-dead planet. The survival oh, okay. of the mission... They think it's dead. You know what I mean? Uh, the survival of the mission had previously been called into question following technical issues that forced it to miss its 2022 launch window. Technical issues. No, yeah. They, they found space, They found aliens, and they were like, fuck no. It was uh, found in 1852 by an Italian astronomer named Annabelle de Gasparis. And they named it uh, after the Greek goddess of the soul, Psyche. Uh, the telescope re- observations realized that, uh, revealed that Psyche was in fact 140 miles wide with a metal content that orbited in the main asteroid belt uh, located between the orbits of Mars and Jupiter. Um, it's heavy metal makeup, which accounts for somewhere between 30 to 60% of its total mass, uh, set it apart from the rest of the million plus asteroids that are known to roam our solar system. Uh, many astronomers now believe that the strange body may be exposed, uh, may be the exposed nickel iron core of an ancient primordial, primordial planet. So it's not just any asteroid. It is the inner workings of a dead planet that died a long, 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 long time ago. What if they find new components? I know that's what I'm saying. Like they're gonna find something new in there that is alive that 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 you know well, continues no, no, the no, life not, cycle not, of plants. Not alive, but I'm talking about like new components to add, or like chemi- like uh, uh, compounds, not compounds. Whatever the the fuck cure to them. lycanthropy. No, like whatever the fuck they're called on the periodic table. Chemicals. They're not chemicals. Elements. Elements. A new element is gonna be found, and it's one new that- element just dropped. It's one that Number doesn't 420. exist. Well, no, it's one that doesn't exist in <laughs> one that doesn't exist in, in on Earth. It only exists in space and in inside like or, or inside the cores of like vibranium. Like well, yeah, maybe something like that. I don't know. That'd be cool. It I don't know about that. The, it only comes from the core of planets. It's so dense. It's just metals that's so dense. Well, yeah, everybody knows that planets collapse in, or, or stars, you know, collapse in on themselves and um, wear away until it's, like, at its, like, most stable point. Mm-hmm. So, when stars die, like, they'll start out with a bunch of helium, and once the helium deflates, it'll move down uh, through the elements until it's its heaviest form. While it's shedding its, like, protons and neutrons and electrons, you know? Yep. Yep, 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 yep. So nickel and iron was worked all the way down from something else, you know, God only knows where, because we haven't um, checked out the planet yet. Right. And you're still living in that that, that closed-off box universe, though. Right, exactly. (laughs) But uh, um, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool thing that's happening. As well, a so cool thing. there's if, a lot of information on this uh, article, though. Yeah, if like, if it all goes well, uh, it'll uh, go off as soon as October 10th of next year. So uh, we're expecting an October 2023 launch. The mission has a lifetime budget of 985 US dollars. Uh, US dollars, 985 million. That's it. 985 dollars. That's it. That's all it cost them to throw this thing mm. into space. 985 million dollars which is over 
of which is over 717 million has already been spent. Uh, so yeah. Um, assuming this is success, uh, mission operators expect the probe to rendezvous with the asteroid psyche in August, 2029. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we'll, we'll hit you guys up with the, with the news in seven years. <laughs> yeah, definitely. yeah. But, uh, but- Moving on to news that isn't going to take seven years. Yeah, something a bit sooner happening and something that came out of nowhere, uh, Marvel news. I don't necessarily uh, know if this came out of nowhere because they really kind of set it up like that. They kind of set it up, but like we weren't expecting a series to come through it from it. Uh, There's a new series that's a spinoff to WandaVision that is going to be called, uh, that is about Vision. Just Vision, uh, Vision. Called Vision Quest. Done on... Uh, Paul Bentley will reprise his role as Vision, as the White Vision, and it'll be trying to regain his. Basically, it'll focus on him trying to regain his memory and humanity. Um, and there is a possibility for Wanda Maximoff to also appear. Uh, I see what you just wrote. <laughs> maybe he'll, maybe they'll, maybe he'll appear in in the show. Um, but essentially, yeah, they they're calling it the White Vision Project, uh, <laughs> uh, and yeah, you would have to watch Von Division to understand it. But uh, yeah, this will be a part of like the spinoffs, such as like Agatha House of Darkness, uh, House House of Harkness, Agatha House of Harkness. That's what it was called, um, and. This one will be added. It does not say at any time when it's coming out. So, yeah. Uh, we're going to see white vision. We're going to see green vision. We're going to see black vision. We're going to see brown vision. We're going to see pink vision. We're going to see yellow vision, blue. We're going to get the whole chromatic spectrum of visions on screen. And then they're all going to like form into one vision. And then make new vision. That is my thought. On to the go. next topic. That's better. That's better. I like that one. <laughs> On to the next topic. Uh, this one's another series that's coming out, and it also came out of literally nowhere. Right. Fucking left field. So uh, Marvel have seemingly found its Wonder Man. Um, Wonder Man. Yeah, Who's yeah. Wonder Man. Uh, Yaha Abdul Mateen II uh, is in talks to play Simon Williams slash Wonder Man in the upcoming Disney Plus series. Uh, you'll recognize him as Black Manta from the Aquaman film, then as Calabar from HBO's Watchmen. Uh, the actor made headlines last month for calling his role in Aquaman clown work, (laughs) saying he likes to balance comic book appearances with more serious films. The actor has also appeared in the trial to Chicago 7 as Morpheus and as Morpheus in The Matrix Resurrections. Yes. Um, so Wonder Man was created in the 80s as a key member of the West Coast Avengers. His ties to Wanda and Vision make him an interesting character to introduce, especially with the Vision Quest spinoff in the works. Um, Abdul Mateen II will join Ben Kingsley <laughs> in Wonder Man, uh, who will reprise his role as struggling actor slash foe Mandarin uh, Trevor Slattery. Uh, reports claim that Kingsley's character will play a major role in Wonder Man, which is set to have a comedic tone, clearly, if you fucking added Ben Kingsley to it, which is why I started laughing immediately. Uh, Shang-Chi director Destin Daniel Cretton will serve as executive producer for the upcoming Wonder Man series on Disney+, Plus, with Andrew Guest on board as head writer. Cretton is a big part of the MCU's future plans as a filmmaker, uh, will also direct Avengers, The Kang Dynasty, and Shang-Chi's sequel. 
Uh, we don't know when Wonder Man will hit in MC- the MCU Disney Plus, uh, but we do know that uh, Black Panther's coming out and Ant Man. And look, by the way, there has already been almost there was a, almost a Wonder Man that was already going to be in the uh, uh, MCU mm-hmm. for Guardians of the Galaxy two, but they cut him, and it was it had it was Nathan Fillion in a, in a cut of a role. Oh yeah, he, they should yeah. just go with that. Fuck. Well, they they didn't, but he was originally supposed to be Wonder Man, and they cut they cut that uh, scene out. It was just like a small cameo, but that was that was it. But now it is going to be this dude, which is uh, all right. But we're still in Disney uh, talk because Marvel is owned by Disney, and we got Disney Plus, and it's all about Disney Plus, and these are Disney Plus series, and now we got Doctor Who, which is now being on Disney, um, and. I guess is going to be the streaming home of Doctor Who now, and apparently Disney came out and said they're going to give Doctor Who a Hollywood makeover. I don't know how uh, I feel about that. I hope he still stays British. What the fuck? This this is this is the thing. Hollywood that... makeover. All I hear is uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, fucking M Night Shyamalan. Oh, Dude, no, seriously, that's all I picture when I hear Hollywood makeover. I picture I picture Prince of Persia with Jake Gyllenhaal. This I picture. <laughs> This is what they say. Fans seem to be split on the news, but the goal is to transform Doctor Who into a global franchise for UK audiences and the rest of the world. Uh, now, the new report has surfaced and people and the fans don't seem to be too fond of it. It says that they are trying to give Doctor Who a Hollywood makeover when the upcoming 60th anniversary season comes to Disney Plus outside of the United Kingdom. It explained is that Disney will have a say in creative decisions for Doctor Who, who under the terms of a co-production deal made with BBC over its long-running sci-fi series. However, showrunner Russell T. Davies, who has come back, will retain overall creative vision of the show. So that gives me some hope, at least there. Because Russell T. Davies is the guy who helped develop the, the when the show came back on air. The reboot series with Christopher Eccleston. Uh, and then soon to be David Tennant, who is going to be the 14th Doctor again uh, this time for the second year around, which is awesome. Um, yep, who's then going to pass it off to uh, uh, what's his name, Gatwa Nkuti yeah. Gatwa. That's what yes. that's what his name yes. is, Nkuti Gatwa. So, uh, but I just it, basically they're going to give it a vast budget beyond the BBC's means, allowing for more cinematic production values and more stars. Uh, so these higher budgets are more production are more commercially sensitive and have not been revealed. Uh, I just like the hope is that they don't they don't try to like oversaturate it with stuff. Uh, try to make it because like Doctor Who can get dark, like it can get dark, and I think it just stay that way. <clears throat> uh, and, and I don't, and I think the bigger bigger budget could help because then you get the good CGI. You get the great character monster designs, and at what and cost? That's the thing. I just hope that the, like the writing and stuff doesn't like hinder because of that. Um, I do like that Russell T Davies is coming back. I think the 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 this the the Fourteen Doctor like few like episodes the mini episode the mini series for the Fourteen Doctor is going to be fantastic. Uh, the Fifteen Doctor, I hope, is gonna work out well. It says the 60th anniversary specials are coming to November 2023. Um, and then after that, you'll have Nakuti Gatwa taking over the 15th Doctor, which will be in 2024. So, yep. We'll have to wait and see because that's like a long wait. But... We will have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah. 
but we'll hear more about it in the coming future. And speaking of things that we'll hear about in the coming future is it is DC time. And DC Studios is going through a major overhaul as um, the DCEU is no longer going to be happening. But the DC Universe is going to be happening with some new co-heads. They finally found their Kevin Feige, or should I say Kevin Feige's. Um, and that is James Gunn and Peter Safran. Now, one of those names might sound very familiar. Uh, it's the Peter name... Safran. <laughs> 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 it is. It is. Uh, yeah, no, Peter Safran, of course, everybody knows who he is. No, uh, James Gunn, everybody really knows who he is because, like, dude has, like, literally created, like, some of the best films to date uh, in, like, the past uh, decade. Uh, in my opinion, and uh, at least for like superhero films and stuff like that. Um, Peter Safran is involved in everything he's, horror. He's, he's like all he of is, the horror films. So you he, got Annabelle, Annabelle Comes Home, The Nun, The Nun 2. You know this, what I mean? This, like, this dude is a film producer that has worked with the, uh, Warner Bros. for a long time. So he is a producer or executive producer on a lot of stuff. He's worked, do. he's had his hands on a lot of stuff. Like, yeah. So, and, ooh, Flatliners 2017. Yikes. Essentially, but, uh, you have James Gunn coming in as a creative lead and Peter Safran as the uh, company, as like the, the corporate lead. Yeah, well, gonna... Peter Safran has worked on Aquaman, Shazam, um, The Suicide Squad, James Gunn's yes. Su- Suicide Su- yes. Squad, which I'm assuming is where they like hooked up. Uh, and Shazam, uh, Fury of the Gods, Aquaman mm-hmm. and the Lost Kingdom, Blue Beetle. Um, he has a, he has a lot of credits, uh, under his name yeah, and he has so, a lot of, uh, stuff underneath his belt. So I think this is a good teaming up. I, I like that they're changing it from the extended universe to just DC universe. And I don't have an issue with that. Um, I think the, this, this could work out and I see this because James Gunn is a very like comic Burt nerd. Like he, well, he, he likes to stay accurate and he also loves, Making sure that the they are uh, adapted well, and whatnot, um, and I think this could work out really, really well. I really do. So, yeah, yeah. I have to say I agree. <laughs> yeah, but since we're talking about the DC, uh, the new and how like Man of Steel two is coming out, and Henry this, Cavill, this this next thing be, is nuts. Yeah, this this is intense because Henry Cavill is going to be taking uh, a step back from what he's been working on. To now be, I guess, coming back as man, uh, Superman, which I think is fine. I have not watched The Witcher, the Netflix's Witcher, uh, uh, since season one, and it's I not because I it, was, period. it wasn't in. I wasn't interested. It was more so that I just like lots of other stuff came out, and now, and I guess I have I, nothing I, against it personally either. I just didn't watch it. Yeah, so now I, I probably just go back and watch all three seasons as of right now. But apparently, season four, Henry Cavill is no more. Uh, he has been replaced, uh, and he will be replaced by Liam Hemsworth in season four. And that's because uh, he's just stepping out of the show. And it's because, like, he he wants to go back to doing Superman, which will probably take a lot of time and effort and and stuff like that. And he probably has other things that he wants to move on to as well. Uh, because working on a series is a lot of dedication. Well, like a season series, that's like a big de- like the big dedication. Uh, 
It is. It is. Like, a lot of people don't even fucking realize. Like, that's more of a dedication than a movie. Yeah, when you're talking about movies, like, even if it's, like, a trilogy or stuff like that, you have set up, but the movies are, like, spanned over, like, a couple years or so. Right. Uh, While a series is, like... TV, like, writing versus that. Like, you could could be doing this for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks at a time, like, not getting any time off. And, you know, especially, like, if you're... um, that's specifically for live action stuff but like say if you worked for south park you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like like that that's something that comes out like it with writing that's fresh and you have to be there for it you know what i mean like that that kind of thing um it it it, it's a film and tv are different industries like they're in the same industry but they're different no they're different industries let's just let's just be honest but yeah so cavill came out and literally said that his journey as gerald Ruria has filled with both monsters and adventures and alas he's laying down the medallion and his sword for season four uh he said he's saying that liam's husband will take it up the mantle uh and he Passing his torch, he says that Liam will make a great version of him. Um, and then Hemsworth came out and said stuff about it. Uh, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna suck. If it, uh, some people are gonna drop off because Cavill was one of the reasons why people watched the film and not the film, the series. Uh, and seeing their main character completely change, which I'm not saying Liam Hemsworth will do any less of a job. Or, or anything i'm just saying like that's a major change like in any series at, at all like if you're changing if you're changing your mid main character uh to a different actor or actress like if you're when you're still working on it that's like gonna hinder like for sure <clears throat> so yeah like it, it, it it's like taking like Let's take a beloved series like Harry Potter, like or no, I'll take a TV series instead, like Star Trek, like uh, and I'm doing uh, Star Trek, uh, the Next Generation, like they take uh, Patrick Stewart, who is uh, Picard, and they replace it with like um, who was who was prevalent around that time, Christopher Walken. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm not. I, I I had. I that was the first person that came to mind. I'm not saying that they would be on the same. I know. Like it's just. Like, it, it just made me laugh. Like, it, it, it it it's just how it came. To, how it came. Willem Dafoe. How about that? Like. Yeah. That that's that that would also kind of work. But you get my drift. Like that's such a dramatic change. Yeah. You see. So like like hopefully it still works out i know people are gonna drop off that's definitely gonna happen but oh big time i've already seen people saying that they're gonna fucking protest and i was just like dude what has already been done has literally already been done there's no uh, changing it. there is it, no changing really it dude. and i and honestly it, in my opinion i think it's because henry cavill one he would like to move on to other projects and two he's going back as fucking superman right like, that that's in my opinion what's what what some of the reasons are but we're gonna move on from uh no we're still no we're not even in netflix anymore we're on amazon i found this <laughs> this this one just kind of upset me like this i was is, just like why why does happening. this exist why is this happening i'm not really excited for this like I, party was a real movie and actually happened i know but don't tell my ptsd that <laughs> Um, and now it's getting a spinoff series on Amazon. It's rated R. It's getting a rated R spinoff series. 
Um, of course, it's of course uh, it's it's gonna be called food. It's gonna be called sausage tar- sausage party foodtopia. Rogan and Evan Goldberg are returning to write and help make it, but also Rogan is returning as the lead character along with fellow castmates Michael Sarah, Kristen Wiig, David Crumholtz, and Edward Norton are all coming back. Uh, there are also some new voice actors, Yasir Lester, Sam Richardson, Will Forte, and Natasha Rothwell. Of course, you got Ro- Rogan and Goldberg who have made a statement about this. I can read the statement in full. It, it's film used to be the superior art form to television and we humbly reached the pinnacle of what we can be achieved with film in a remarkable opus sausage party but now that film is completely dead and tv is forever king to of entertainment it's true we decided to continue the epic adventures of our culinary crew in a soon-to-be legendary televised masterpiece sausage party futopia it's got all the heart, double the puns, and triple the food on food sex. Yeah, so in other words... Party exactly, makes me want to bleach my eyes out. Okay, In gotcha. other words, it's exactly what the world needs right now is what they ended off with. And this is set for a 2024 release. I just... I, I don't know, man. They, they, there's so much more they can do with, it, with this. I'm not like, there's a lot of content that they could do with Sausage Party. The, 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 the idea and, and theme of it. Should they do it? <laughs> That's all I got to say about that is just, yeah. Ugh. So, uh, on to our last topic, which is on another streaming before service. the break, on, before the break. Uh, Severance season two, which is which Severance has become one of my favorite shows of this year. Very much and, so. Like it that that one definitely like gleams to the top when it comes to like proper pacing and uh, and, uh and, like and, a sense of uh thrill and mystery. You know what I mean? Uh, for for a drama show. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, on the edge of your own creativity. You know what I mean? Like uh, it's like something different than than what's been made already beforehand. Ben Stiller is doing an excellent job. That's all. Ben I Stiller say. is is really kicking off with like the with what he's doing as a as a director and as a producer he's like really good at his craft and severance shows it because severance is like one of those if you like i think we did a uh spitting spoilers over severance yeah uh, we, we did. did we did we did we did and it was it was in it's you should go listen to it because both we really like the show a lot and season two is gonna pop off so uh, season two has uh, added a bunch of cast to their list of cast. And uh, a lot of these are recognizable names and uh, some of them aren't. But once you look at their face, you're like, oh, my God, it's them. You know, yeah. like so first off, we got Bob Balaban from The Chair, The Politician, The French Dispatch and Isle of Dogs. Uh, next up, we got Robbie Benson from Beauty and the Beast and One to One. After that, we have Stefano Coronante uh, from Mirabilia. Uh, so he might not be English. Um, Gwendolyn Christie from Game of Thrones, The Sandman, and Wednesday. Uh, uh-huh. We got John Noble from French, Elementary, and the Lord of the Rings films. Uh, Olafur Dari Olafsson uh, from The Tourist, Trapped, and The Missing. Uh, we have Alia Shawcott. From uh, Search Party being the Ricardos and the Old Man. And then finally on the last of this list, we have Merritt Weaver, or Weber, uh, from Godless, Unbelievable, and Nurse Jackie. 
Oh, I know who the, I'm looking at their faces now. So I know that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like a lot of them, you're just like, wow, it's them. You know what I mean? And then I, there's some newer faces, like of people that I don't know, like uh, Aaliyah Shawcott. You know, hmm. uh, that's one that I don't recognize any of the films from. It's just, uh, yeah. But uh, Ben Stiller announced that they're back on set with Apple TV, and uh, he shared a couple of first licks with Adam Scott. Uh, he said, though we don't know how long we've been gone or who we are outside, we are told people enjoy the show and we couldn't be happier. Praise Kier. <laughs> oh, so they're playing it off as like they're, they're, yeah. um, they're severed themselves. Yeah, exactly. I like that. Yeah, me too. That's good. That's good promotion. Um, Dude. Yeah. So this show, this show's great. It's, it's, it's gonna like, I don't know how many seasons they have uh, worked up for this, but like season two, the end of season one. Like I said, go watch it and then go listen to the podcast. Uh, and like, if you even just need Apple TV Plus for like a trial run, and you only need to watch something. Like, this is the thing you should. This watch is first. the thing you should watch. Yeah, like yeah. Severance is the best. I, I I would say that Severance is the best thing Apple TV has out right now. It is. It really is. And I and, and like, like they have a lot of good shows. Don't get me fucked. They have up. a lot. You know of what good I mean? Like they have that one with Joel Kinnaman. Uh, about the space race, the alternate mm-hmm. future space race. They have one which we didn't finish, by the way. For all mankind. Uh, yeah, for all mankind, they have that on there. They have Ted Lasso. You know, which like won, won awards. Uh, which won a bunch have, of awards. Yeah. Yeah, they have they have they have some really good films they've been putting out. Like uh, Apple TV Plus. Even though that last week we talked about how it's going up in price by like two dollars, it kind of makes sense because of the amount of content they're putting out in at the like quality the quality and production value is at yeah because that's the thing i like about apple tv plus it's doing quality over quantity unlike another subscription service i've talked about in the past uh so but yeah so severance season two like we don't even have any like details on it but yeah end of season one pop the fuck off and season two is gonna be like the aftermath of that effect we're going in the break room yeah, it's it's gonna get it's gonna get deep. We're gonna see more rooms of of Lumen Industries. We're gonna see the probably the goats again. Like they're gonna probably the goats again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they're uh, not ready. Yeah, it come. I'm thinking. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be coming out uh early or mid next year, earlier mid next year. Probably. So, yeah, because this Severance came out around February. If they're on, if they're on uh set right now, then uh we're talking probably two months of shooting and then six months of post so in about a year you know yeah i would i I don't know about a year i I would say around summer i'm gonna say summer but yeah no looking cool looking forward to that i don't know if they have the same level of visuals as the first season did if more (laughs) i think that we're gonna be looking at something like fall I don't want it to be fall. Don't get me wrong. I want to see it sooner than later. That's just me. But mm. I definitely uh, am thinking fall of next year. Well, let's see how production went on the first one. If I can find production filming. It was shot over a course of six months. See? Yeah, that 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 one was over six months, but they probably second, have... second season began filming on October third. Uh, so they're already May, it will it will rate wrap on May twelfth uh, of next year. So so that, like I said, like I'm I said. thinking it will be released in August of Fall. next year. 
Yeah. Beginning yeah. of fall. So, but I still think that's fine. Like, I don't have an issue with that. Anyways, break time. It is, it is break time. We need to take a break away from this. And, and we will be right back. Yeah, we're going to talk about Twitter and shit. Ah, there you are. Take this potion of healing and rest your weary feet, wanderer. You're halfway there. Are now fully rested. And we are back. Welcome back. We keep back. taking our time doing fun things that we we just are having a good old time doing. But speaking of a good old time, Apple has confirmed it's going to add USB-C ports to iPhones after the new EU law. Like we said, it's we've not, been telling you guys about to. it. And, uh, like, I brought it up a few months ago. Zach brought it up, like, two weeks ago because it was finally being enacted into law. And finally, Apple was forced to to, to be like, yeah, I guess we're going to have to, you know? So I just want them to put SIM cards back in the phone. It's all cloud phones now. I don't fucking care. Please bring the SIM card and put it back because if I lose my mem- if I lose my my stuff over the cloud, that's it. It's gone. Right. Yeah. Right. So, uh, like the EU wants to make everything have uh, um, USB C cords by 2024. So I'm talking tablets. I'm talking phones. I'm talking anything that has a charger. So to cut down on the waste of. Uh, uh, faulty phone cords, you know, all kinds of stuff. Just uh, extra phone cords that don't need to exist. Exactly, it's because it's that we do not need. an unbelievable amount of waste mm. that ends up in our dumpsters from broken cords. You know, like, uh, what do you do with a broken cord? You throw it in the trash. Where does that trash go? Where does that trash go? You know what I mean? Like, uh, at one point, we're going to have to be like, holy shit, like, look how much trash we have of this one kind. So... But yeah, like it makes a lot of sense on why they want to do that. But uh, I just wanted to update you guys on the fact that USB-C ports will now be in iPhones. So uh, next up, we have uh, Twitter news. So we're gonna we're gonna Twitterify everything, guys. Okay. Uh, so Twitter. Uh, first off, I wanna I wanna talk about just Twitter in general. Twitter in general, dude. It, after Elon Musk has bought it, everybody's going fucking crazy. Like, there are people just saying, all right, I'm done. I'm leaving Twitter. Goodbye. I, I wasn't then, on Twitter before. I mean, I no. was on Twitter there for a good, like, three or four years. And then I looked back and I was like, oof, this does not sit with me. And I deleted it all. Yeah, no, Twitter Twitter became like a cesspit of just anger and hate. And people having opinions that they think they're always correct to, which yeah. is a biased opinion. Sorry, that's what I mean. Um, but like, at this point, there's like a lot of stuff going into it. Like, did you hear about how he wants to, like, they want to, uh, charge $20 a month for verification, like the verification blue check? Yeah, that's the next, uh, article. Uh, so like, is it really on the next article? Yeah, I included that one too. Oh fuck, you ever included it. And we'll talk about that one, but also like he's taking over, he fired did you hear about this? He fired the, the staff. The C, the yeah, CEO, the majority of the staff. The Over half of the staff like is gone 
Like, and, and he's just like, you're fired. And I want you to do this, 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 and this. And if you ain't going to do it, you're fired. Like, that's essentially what he's, what he's doing. Uh, so, yeah, uh, first are, of all, people are panicking because like, there's people on there that there's people on the earth that get their news from Twitter. And there's some people that are going to be like, oh, I can't go to Twitter anymore because my news has been tainted. Or some shit like that. I don't know. Uh, like any news that you get through social media is fucking. Tainted. I'm just saying so, right like, now, Twitter just... is a Twitter is a frenzy. Twitter like has people. always been a frenzy. It's been a cesspool. It's been a pit. Okay. But it's, it's, it's like Baba. It's, it's in Babylon panic. incarnate. All right. It's in, it's in a pan. It's in a full blown panic right now, and that <laughs> and that's because Elon Musk is doing crazy things like this next one, which he's trying. Yeah. To so he. Uh, so one of the properties that he bought when he bought Twitter was that he bought Vine, which is owned by Twitter. And uh, yeah. Vine was shut down in 2016. It is my. It, it was old TikTok. That's literally what it was. It, it is, was old TikTok, except the videos were six seconds. Yeah, they were and six seconds long. And there was make, a limit. They, people had to be very creative with their shit. With their six seconds, and I really respected Vine. I really enjoyed Vine, and I really wouldn't mind. This is the only th- positive thing that I really have to say about uh, Elon Musk right now, you know. But uh, uh, I kind of want him to revive Vine. So now here's my thing about this. You if think it wouldn't do. succeed against TikTok? They cannot just keep it at six seconds anymore. They need to update it. They can keep the six the six second standard, but they gotta increase more sta- like other ones as well. You can do six seconds. You can go up to thirty seconds. You can go up to like more a minute, and, yeah, and like... stuff like that. But like not even like a minute, but they need to do even more than that. Then they should also add like live streaming because that's also a big thing on platforms and whatnot. If you want to, if you want to uh, get better. Or not get better, but you if you want to like compete with like uh TikTok and stuff like that because TikTok is the biggest uh, biggest uh, platform for like social media videos at the moment for for like young viewers and 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 not even young viewers but like daily uh, content and, and live streams of people just doing random shit. Uh, TikTok is the place to go for it. Apparently, uh, we don't use it. Yeah, because, yeah. Like, neither one of us use it. You know, I I look at TikToks through a separate app on my phone that yeah. that I get from people who upload them. I get it, it through Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> literally, easier, Facebook's yeah. only the really the only social media that I be using now. Uh, Instagram on occasion, on occasion, on occasion, because it's so attached to Facebook. You know what I mean? Like it's it's literally yeah. one and the same. It's integrated at this point. Uh, well, they should just make it Facebook, but bigger. You you know Facebook Plus, like, but it's just Instagram on another tab. So I think they, if you want to do that, you have to add. I do not. If you really are gonna do this, like with adding more, don't make it paid. Like, don't make it paid. So yeah, like that. Shit. That's the next thing. So um, Twitter Blue, and that's a thing. Uh costs $4.99 a month and allows users to edit their tweets, get early access to new features and more, but currently has nothing to do with How can you not edit your tweets like originally? That's like such a stupid concept. I know, right? Like, so you just have to delete your tweet and start over you, again? Well, no, no. Here's the thing. You you have a tweet, but if you want to edit it, you edit it, but then it shows like it's been edited. Like, that's easy. Like, it shows like a tick mark or like an icon that it's been edited from its original thing. Right. So, and like that, that makes sense. The original content might be gone, but like it, you know that it's been edited. So something's something's off, or somebody changed something unexpectedly, or they they 
corrected something that they wanted to say. So, like, yeah. yeah. So, um, Elon Musk now officially owns Twitter, as we all know, and he wants to charge for verification now. So there, he's trying to charge twenty dollars a month to, for the for the blue checky boy. Uh, Why? For the blue checky, so you know you're fancy, bro. Like, oh. so that they know that you're rich, so that they know that you're famous, so that you have something to show off for your friends. It's like buying NFTs. It's the same idea. Wait, those who have been verified will have 90 days to subscribe, or they will lose their verified status. Oh, and the team on the project has been told that they have until November 7th to launch the feature, or they will be fired. That too. Dude is being fucking. I told you. He's, he's being heavy on this. Like he's re- he's changing it like fast. He's trying to make uh half of the company's overall revenue subscriptions. Quote unquote. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um it's uh uh kind of sad to see, honestly, but like hey, people are going to do with their uh you know what? At this time point in time, I'm happy with Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> You'll never hear me saying that again. But at this point in time, right now, uh, November 1st, 2022, I am happy with Mark Zuckerberg comparatively to Elon Musk. So, Elon Musk is kind of being, he's being crazy right now. This is, this is like weird. This is like weird. Facebook is just like, you know what? I'm going to put $4 billion into the metaverse and all of it's going to fail. <laughs> Did you see that then- the MetaQuest 3 is about to be announced? And uh, they have a MetaQuest Pro now that's $1,500. What What are those? Are those just like... They're new. VR? Look them up. V- yep, they're VR headsets. You know, I have the... Meta- I have the. I actually have... It says Oculus on the side, so maybe it'll sell more in the future. Wait, says, so the MetaQuest 3 is really the Oculus 3? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So the side of mine still says Oculus from before so they just changed Oculus. it. I'm just going to still continue to call it Oculus because that's I know. such a better name. It is a better name, but it's the MetaQuest. And so I have a MetaQuest 2 right now. And I also have, uh, um, what the fuck? Um, Valve's, uh, why can't I think of the name of this thing? Uh, the Valve headset? Yeah, just the Valve headset. The one that it's, was it, like $1,500 it, it, as well. Uh, it's, it's index. Called... It was the index, the Valve index. That's what it Valve is. Valve index. Yes, I have a Valve index and I have a MetaQuest 2. And I definitely prefer prefer the valve index uh when it comes to stationary but uh when it comes to on the go i definitely recommend metaquest 2 so uh that's just my take on vr headsets i own two of them on top of the copious other amounts of electronics that i fucking have and here i but... own none of them and that's okay <laughs> <laughs> I had to buy the Quest 2. I didn't even want the MetaQuest 2. Uh, I oh, had to buy it because it's part of my... No, I'm not kidding. It's part of my curriculum. In order to go to uh, uh, my, my the college that I'm at, you have to buy one as part of your uh, yeah your intake or whatever you want to call it. The, you know what I mean? The thing is, I want a VR headset just to play VR games. Yeah, a, I mean, like, I do have Half-Life Alex. I want to play Boneworks and Bone Labs because those are physics-based games where you are able to do whatever the hell you want. They're they're really cool, and I would like to talk more about them, but, like, at the moment, we have more stuff to talk about. Yeah, we do. Uh, so, um, while we aren't the only ones who 
are not on Twitter. We have people who are dropping off of Twitter, as, yeah, as Zach of, was there's saying. There's a fair bit of people that are saying they're done with Twitter. And so like so one of the shit. first uh, big ones uh, right here is a uh, video game uh, designing co- company uh, going by uh, Nibel. Nibel. Yes. It's been a prominent figure within the games industry on Twitter, offering covering big events and disseminating... Uh, the most crucial bits of information that are worth covering. They are an important resource for both fans and journalists alike, and their biggest tweets going viral on a regular basis. Um, so they put out... Uh, I said the design company. I meant... Um, um, a communications company? I don't know. Like like IGN. It's like IGN. We'll, yeah. we'll put it like that. So um, They give you news, just like us. Yeah, yeah. After some introspection, I've made the decision to focus my time and energy elsewhere and move on from Twitter. This marks the end of my video game's coverage and my active participation on this platform. Thanks to everybody for the fun times. Farewell, Nibel. Uh, they set their account to private and went on to say that they're leaving the account up so that no one grabs the Twitter handle. Uh, uh, Nebelian, which is the Twitter handle, and use it for malicious purposes. Yeah, unless someone hacks it. Yeah. Uh, they posted the following statement before setting their account to private. And it said on... Uh, uh, what did it say? Oh, I have miscalculated the value of my Twitter activity and realized that it is nothing worth supporting by itself for the vast majority of people. It is not me who is popular, but it is the work that is useful. Uh, it is not valuable by itself, but a comfortable life's, uh, comfortable time saver, and I get that now. Yeah, he said, I do not pl- trust this platform. I do not trust Musk and his seemingly infinite immaturity. I do not think Twitter will fall apart instantly, but that it will die a slow death. Why, may- why waste more time? Well, I think him... Him agreeing that he doesn't trust the platform, yeah. But I haven't trusted the platform even before Musk. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I wouldn't have trusted. Like I didn't trust the fucking platform to begin with. That's why I stopped using it years ago. With an S. There's people that just like pay off other people on the platform to say shit, and then there's also people that pay off the the people who owned Twitter and ran Twitter at the time to delete shit or hide stuff. Like it, it was such a it's such a bad thing. So I think it does need to go under some change. Elon Musk at the moment isn't really showing that he know he's like taking the best uh, approach with it, in my opinion. So, yeah, people are just gonna leave, and if they want to leave, that's fine. And if it gets better, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. At the moment, it just seems like, from what it sounds like, he's just trying to change it into a money-making scheme. Right. Yeah. Yeah, pretty so. much. Like, like he said, quote unquote, uh, he wants to make half of the of the company's uh, income subscription based. So uh, that that right there is uh, that that, that should wonder, tell you enough. <laughs> I want I want to I wonder if he's gonna like unban a bunch of people, and then also if he's gonna like change the limit of how many characters you have to like infinite, and people can just type paragraphs. It's <laughs> right. Uh, all right, so we're moving to the game platforms. Uh, this is a big one. Like, this is a big, big game. Yeah, uh, so... Because Marvel games are coming back, uh, but not by, like... Not by... Who made the Marvel games before? Oh, I don't know. Like It was, uh, Edia, it was Square Enix that made the last two games. Was which, it? 
Yeah, they they well they had they 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 helped publish them. I'm pretty sure. Uh, EDS Montreal made Guardians of the Galaxy game, which was really fucking good. The vendors game, I don't think was made by them, but I cannot be for sure. Um, but now it's not that company anymore making that game. It is now EA. Electronic Arts. And yes. Not just one game. They signed that three game deal, dude. And they're yeah. starting it with Iron Man. Yeah, we're getting an Iron Man game. So that first off is going to be interesting. Uh, but it's unclear if the second or third game will be centered on different Marvel characters like the Hulk or Thor. Or if there'll be follow-ups to an Iron Man game. So it could be an Iron Man like uh, series, trilogy. you know? Yeah, like a trilogy. I think so. they should do an Iron Man game. A... They're doing already a Wolverine game, but that's not what they should EA. do. A, they should do a Loki game. That's not with EA. That's a Sony. Um, a Loki game? No. Oh, yeah, they could do a Loki game. That'd be cool. That would be uh, really cool. I'm just saying. They do a Sentry game. That's not even in their fucking <laughs> prospects for the next ten years, bro. Like it's not even in their prospects for the next twenty years. What are you talking about? They're not going to make a Sentry game. Are you kidding me? Why? Because everybody like, dies at the end. Everybody's gonna fuck. You're too powerful. Like you're you're pow- more powerful than Superman. Like even. Right. Like I'm not. I'm not even joking there. I guarantee you, if you put Sentry and Superman in the same room, if they were real things, uh, Sentry would kill Superman. That that that's like Sentry's other god, like otherworldly. It's scary. Right. Anyway. Um. Yeah, they're making three three games, and one of the two of them are not known. But yeah, Thor game that'd actually be pretty interesting. Um, where it's you can play Thor and Loki, like it switches between them. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then the Hulk game would be pretty cool. I think it'd be like if it was like a lot of like destruction, like Rampage style, but like three D. Right. Like that. That'd be really cool. So, yeah, they make they make a 3D Hulk fighting game. A 3D Hulk fighting game? Yeah, like, like you're talking like, like anime a, style. Like no, no, it's like yeah, like an anime fighting game. Yeah, like, that's like, what I was saying. Hulk, they're playing like Hulk characters and shit like that. Oof, other that would Marvel make me characters. dizzy. I'm, <laughs> I'm already feeling dizzy based off of this fucking gameplay. You know what I mean? Like. I've been well, you, you 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 could be jumping around cities. You could be in a jungle. Uh, you could be in space. That one's gonna be a little interesting, though. Uh, as I'm imagining it, I'm imagining it as like, oh man, Hulk. If it was made during the like Nintendo 64 days. It'd be called Hulk 64. Stop. <laughs> Hulk 69. Uh, Ooh, that's not a porno I want to see. No, actually, no. I've probably already seen it on. You know what? Never mind. Never mind. We're not gonna go there. But yeah, so uh, I I don't know the game that those are gonna be interesting to see what they make the games out of because like Iron Man's a really good start. But uh, yeah, speaking of game, unless you're done, do we? You is there any more? Oh no, no, that's all I wanted oh. to uh, uh, talk about. But yeah, uh, Iron Man will be a single-player action-adventure game. So, there you go. Oh, yeah. Uh, next is more games, but this one's a remake, where it is actually... So we talked about The Witcher earlier. 
now we're talking about The Witcher again, but the game, the first game ever made uh, by C- not, uh, CD Projekt Red, which is The Witcher, and it's getting a full remake now, uh, which is really cool. It's going to be re- rebuilt from the ground up on Unreal Engine 5, which is really interesting. Uh, some people are, uh, uh, which is really exciting since I only played the third one and I played little of the second one. Right. Uh, that's because the game disc or whatever I was playing on would just crash consistently. I don't know why. Um, so you all right there? <laughs> yeah, I just had like a hiccup or something. Uh, basically, they're going to be remaking the game. They're the game is being developed by a Polish studio uh, called Fools Theory, uh, and they are going to be using uh, CD Projekt Red as providing full creative supervision. Uh, so we're going to see what they do with it. I think this, they say it's exciting uh, collaboration and all that. So at least if they have full source under it, uh, like oversight and stuff like that, they think it will turn out pretty well. Right. Especially if it's being made on Unreal Engine 5. Like if you do a good job with this, this could be a really good remake. So, yeah. Like I, I we're going to have to wait like years like for this to come out. So... Um, yeah, I don't expect that anytime soon. Uh, CD Projekt Red confirmed that The Witch remake is Canis Majoris, one of the two spin-off games announced earlier this month. Uh, no further details have been revealed about uh, what the other one is. So, Radical. Uh, no further details have been revealed about what, what The Witch remake has in store. So, yeah. But this next one is also another sad bit of news since it's, ju- it's almost coming out. Uh, the Callisto Protocol uh, is coming out. I keep seeing ads for it everywhere now uh, because it is coming out soon, if I believe. Which, if I can type it in for Jesus' sake, I can uh, figure out what date it's coming out. December 2nd of this uh, year. So. Yeah, on Steam and Epic Game Store. And uh, PlayStation 4 or 5, 1, Series XS, all that shit. Um, but unfortunately for people in Japan, they will not be able to play the game. This is very sad. This is because, very sad for the people of Japan. Because, because the devs refuse to make ratings board changes. And I think it's because they want this game to be as scary as possible. They well, yeah, as pure to their terrifying. idea of terrifying as, as possible. Like, and I and I completely agree. I think Japan is just a bunch of pussies right now, honestly. Like, uh, uh, in in Callisto Protocol's Japanese version has been discontinued. At present, it cannot pass the CERO rating. Uh, before going on to say that the team decided to make the CERO rows require changes would not provide the experience players expect. So yeah, they didn't want to change their vision. Yeah, um, that's what that's what I'm saying. If they're if, gonna, if what they creative... want like messes with the creative and even sometimes the story of the of the game, like fuck no, like you'll just lose out on that country. You know what right. I mean? But also at the same time, because this article came out, more people are going to buy the game because they know it's going to be fucking terrifying. terrifying. And and they and the and the developing team was uh, unyielding when it came to their artistic vision. So I I enjoy that a lot. Uh, Japanese players who pre-ordered the game will still get refunds. 
uh, but it's a shame the game is not going to reach them. So, I mean, it sucks, but like you're the con the country you live in uh, makes di- uh, dictations and laws and dictations. Rules. Yeah, we're going to leave it. Like I don't that. know what the no, it. that is a dictation, dude. That's yeah. like that game is too scary for us. Like, they, they, no, they decide on censorship laws. Censorship laws are such like a the bullshit, big, like they're they're bullshit, but also at the same time, they can be useful for certain things, but like. I think for topics of stuff like this, you need to let people experience it if they really want to. But also I feel like at the same point, people just need to be smarter about what they choose to play. Right. Like like, research shit before you get into it first, before you get like triggered or something, or like you, you experience like a a fear you never knew, because I guarantee you there's going to be somebody playing this game that they're going to get scared the shit by because they did not experience they did not. Yeah, I'll definitely be watching somebody else play this game because there's no way in fuck that I'm going to buy this because it looks terrifying. It. Yeah, you I'll watch you play it. Like that's cool, yeah. but uh, I'm not fucking playing it. I'll be like, oh, 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 and you know, and that's that. That's it. Like that's it for me. Yeah. So it comes out December second. It's gonna be. We're gonna wait for uh, reviews coming in and seeing what. It's gonna be one hell of a time. It Things is. Are dying. Tentacles. Uh, speaking of a hell of a time, <laughs> uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 has officially came out. And people say it's actually pretty fucking good oh, compared yeah? to like what they recently like have made. Well, they, they, like this, this one feels like refreshing. They say the campaign's pretty good. Um, I, it does. It does have like scores that like kind of vary. So Steam gives it a six out of ten. Gamespot gives it a seven out of ten. But Google users gives it ninety one percent. So, like, it's it's. Wait, is this the right one? Is this the right one? What? Why is it giving me an initial restate? Two thousand nine. No, God. Hold on. I want to look up. The game initially the... came out in 2009, and this is a souped up version of it. It's just, uh, that's just exactly what it is. Like, is it? That's... Modern it was... Warfare no. 2 came out in 2009. There is a similar named game in the exact same series of games. This is the second Modern Warfare 2. This is Modern Warfare 2 2. Like, like yeah, that's what I thought. This is that's Modern exactly Warfare what 2-2. this is. Yeah, that's so exactly this is, what this is. This is a sequel to the Modern Warfare that came out in like 2018. Um, I mean, yeah, but that was also a remake of the original game. No, it wasn't. It had its own campaign and everything. Well, it had its own campaign, yes, but it it they they redid the the online aspect with some of the maps. Yeah, and then this one also has its own like version of like the multiplayer. And stuff. Well, Anyways, yeah, I'm not saying that they're re-releasing the exact same game. I'm saying that they are taking the good parts of the original games and improving upon them in the next game, and yeah. you will see the exact same ideas and uh images you know as the game originally had anyways overall people will say that the game is good from what i've seen i haven't looked into it because i don't play call of duty anymore yeah um, i don't play fps anymore but uh there's apparently an amsterdam hotel that is going to be possibly taking legal action over uh their own appearance in call of duty modern warfare 2 uh, they did not know that this was happening, and yeah, it kind of makes sense. Uh, but I mean, Amsterdam- honestly, like it's not even under the same name. It's under the name Breenberg in the game, but it's definitely the same building. It's definitely the same building when you look at the pictures. Like, it, I mean, it, to it, be fair, like they they wanted to go like realistic uh, on Earth. You know what I mean? So they probably took some Google Images stuff. You know what I mean? Or Google Earth stuff. 
and like just plastered it onto the game. You understand know, what I'm saying? Like, like they the, took like in the same way that Los Santos is based after uh uh Los Angeles. You know what I mean? Like there's the exact same stuff, but that doesn't mean that it's named the exact same thing. So I don't think that they should take this as uh a negative thing, but I understand the negative connotation because of the guns. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. It 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 uh, it it uh, apparently architecture is copyrightable under both European and American law. And as a five-star luxury hotel, it's possible that the owners and manager of the conserver- conservatorium desire... That's the most pinky-up bullshit that I ever heard in my entire life, bro. They're all like, oh, this has a striking resemblance to my building. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to pay me royalties. Anything to get a buck out of somebody, you know what I mean? Like, Activision is not in the best case right now. Well, I know, like, it's just... Lizard as well. Yeah. It just sucks. But we're on to our last two. They're both made by From Software. Well, they deal with From Software games, but... And they deal with beating every boss in one of their games. Yeah. The first one being their most recent one, which is Elden Ring. Yes, Elden Ring. So a player, uh, after working on it for months and months and months, trying to get it all right, uh, there are 165 bosses in Elden Ring, all right? Uh, this man beat every boss without taking a hit. It's uh, So his name is Gino Machino, uh, who, took that, who took two months to plan out the route for a no-hit run before finally completing the challenge on October 25th. Uh, it's worth pointing out that this is a true no-hit run, meaning if Gino Machino uh, got even a single scratch from any boss, he has to start the entire game over from the start. Um, that would mean the first boss. Huh? That would mean the first boss, too. Yeah, yeah, that too. Jesus. Uh-huh. Uh, so he was in disbelief upon defeating the last boss of the run, celebrating the win at 8 hours 56 minutes, uh, uh, mark of the tw- Twitch stream. He said, I can't believe I did it. We did it. Uh, he said, I came in today not confident at all, dude. <laughs> he said, dude. He said, this run has been a long time coming. On March 7th, he tweeted, I will complete Elden Ring, all bosses, no hit. And over seven months later, he actually did it. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Earlier this month, he became the first person to complete Elden Ring using only his bare fists. His bare fists? Yep. Fists. Like, Close okay, fists. Okay, well, that, that kind of ties into the next I know, person. I was going to say, like, and, and, <laughs> and that ties directly in with this, because while we're still talking about Elden Ring, we got more From Software stuff. This motherfucker, this is crazy to me. Uh, that this dude did it, but like, this is the final topic, but I couldn't believe it. So this is Dark Souls. We're going back to the first Dark Souls. Uh, a Dark Souls player beat the game using only his fucking feet. This is this is like skill. Yeah, dude. Like level, this man. is just. If you watch, if you watch on the article and stuff, or like you can, you can probably find like uh, the the clips on it. Online. If there's a record, uh, the guy, it's is, gonna the guy be... is called Briggs. Uh, Briggs a a. It doesn't even say it in here, but I can see it on on the uh, the, tw- the 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 uh, video. It, it says Twitch.tv uh, Briggs with two G, uh, A D A is the guy who did this and he it showed it i'm in the video it shows him finding the bell gargoyles and it shows him eating something in his hands and then there's a camera below that shows him playing 
hit with his fucking feet. I think mm-hmm. it's an Xbox controller is what it is. It is an Xbox controller. That's what it is. <laughs> and he, he's playing on he's playing on an Xbox controller with his feet. And he's dodge rolling. He's fucking like hitting hitting. I don't know how the hell he's doing this, but this is crazy to me. Um, but yeah, no, you can watch it. He he beat the whole uh the beat all the game's bosses, including those from the DLC, only using his feet. That's so, incredible. Like that's yeah. uh, that's not something I'd ever aspire for, but you know, more power to him. <laughs> at the moment of this being, that would be the posted, foot controller, which, dude. Ew, imagine. This is crazy to me, dude. It's it's just it's wild to me. I mean, like, if he had I, no hands, that's like one thing, you know what I mean? But like the the, the man had hands. No, he's just eating. He's casually eating something in his hands. Yeah. While there's a camera going below on his feet, just clicking on 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 some kind of controller. So disturbing. It looks like, like an Xbox controller, but I cannot tell. Um, but yeah, if you want to watch like the whole thing, his name is Briggs with two G's, uh, ADA. Yeah. So. So uh, but, I, uh, that was the last article for the day, guys. Like, one more, yeah, that is the last article. Just one thing that ties into the last two things we mentioned: uh, speedrunners and people who try on challenges like this. They get they don't get a lot of credit, but goddamn, do they like? They put all their effort into it. it it's really crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm impressed, so, you know. Yeah, more power very to impressive them. that they that, that people can do this shit. Like I've seen somebody play Call of Duty and get like an and CS:GO while using like a drum kit or an ele- like an electric guitar, like a Guitar Hero uh, guitar or some shit like that. Like they set it up like that shit. It's, it's crazy that people can do that. But yeah, that's it. That's it for this pod. Uh, little things before we go, uh, like this weekend, this weekend we have a black Adam episode up, uh, that is a spoiler. So if you have not seen it, don't let us spoil it or let us spoil it up to you. Really depends on if you click. So we'll probably have more stuff coming soon. Um, also thank you for listening. If you uh, can at all, please mention us to family, friends, or just go up to strangers on the street and just yell at them about our podcast. Yeah, like specifically just like scream right in the people at McDonald's face. You know what I mean? I mean, everywhere has a McDonald's. So even if you're in Italy, you know, if you're in France, if you're you're in America, if you're in your school right now, hack into the PA system and put us over, over it. I mean, I don't necessarily know about that. Like, I mean, if we end up on the no, news, do we it. end up on do the it. news. But like... Psychological terror. Do it. Actually, no, do it. no. We are now <laughs> domestic terrorists. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. So anyways, on that note, oh, one, uh, I guess I have one more thing. I no. don't say a fact, right? No, you're, 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 this is not facts. It it's says Zach's it in our facts. title. Their it's opinions Zach's and facts. beliefs are not facts. Zach's facts. Here we it's are. Zach's We're back. Uh, my fact is if you boil your feet, uh, it will clear your headaches. That's actually probably scientifically true because, um, you know, you won't be worried about your head while your skin no, no, no. is being <laughs> boiled off of your fucking feet, Zach. So, yeah, thank you for your fact. All right, guys, um, Zach's facts here every week. Uh, c- come listen to them where I try to prove them terribly, terribly wrong. 
So uh, <laughs> until then, uh, listen to our weekend episode, or we will be back next Wednesday. But until then, see you then. See you then. <laughs> It seems as if you have done it. <clears throat> done what you ask? Hmm. Well, it seems like you have crawled into the internet wormhole known as the Spitting Nonsense Podcast and made it out alive. Congratulations, Wanderer.